Fire Nation in the house, JLD here, and welcome to episode 1850 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. And everybody, Fire Nation, is scared of losing. But in my book, I teach you how to finally win. Visit howtofinallywin.com. Learn how to create your dream life one step at a time. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, David Osborne. David, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, let's do it. Yes. David's an entrepreneur, public speaker, and New York Times bestselling author. He's also the co-owner of Go Management, the sixth largest real estate company in the US, which grossed over $9 billion, with a B in sales last year. David, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure. Well, first off, I'm a dad, and that's my number one goal, to be the best dad I possibly can be. I've got three beautiful kids, a lovely wife, and I also happen to have a private equity fund that does a lot in real estate, distressed debt. I've, I've always been in the real estate space. My dad was a green break colonel. My mom was a realtor. I had two choices, go kill people or go make money in real estate. It wasn't a hard choice for me, but you know, <laughs> my dad was still disappointed I didn't take the former route. So that's a that's the rough outline on me in business. It's been a great success for me, and I've I've had a ton of successes and a ton of failures. But ultimately, I think in America, everyone has the opportunity to be financially free, and if you want that, then everyone should choose it. So uh, life life's been really good to me, but mainly because I've been willing to get up and fight and get after it, and even when I get kicked in the teeth, get back up and get after it again. So. Uh, yeah, great to be with you on the show. Honored to be on it. Love what you're doing for entrepreneurs. Well, we are going to touch on some of those successes and dive deep on a couple of those failures. But first and foremost, David, today, what is your area of expertise? What do you specialize in? I build wealth. Everything I do is about building wealth, being financially free, John. So for me, um, it's it's cash flow. I think cash, you know, assets feed you, liabilities eat you. And I think as the sooner you start investing your capital uh, in things that feed you for a lifetime, or at least for a long period of time, create cash flow, positive cash flow from your asset base, the sooner you're financially free. So I think I've done a great job of that. I have 30 different entities that send me checks every month. We call it mailbox money. So I, I got 30 paychecks come in in a month, whether I get out of bed or not. And I think everyone has a possibility of creating a similar lifestyle. So what don't we know about building wealth? And by we, I mean entrepreneurs, small business owners. What don't we know about building wealth that we really should? You've got to be working for knowledge or equity, never the money. So never work for the money. That's a weird thing for people that want to be wealthy, but it's never about the money. You want, you want to either learn stuff. It's all about what you know ultimately that makes you better and better at business. Or you want to have a killer piece of something like you know the, the 100th employee at Facebook who we don't even know their name is still way richer than probably almost <laughs> any of us, right? So equity or knowledge and equity in a rocket ship, not a dying ship. So you want to try to get equity in something fast growing, something exploding and not not just, oh, I'll give you a 5% of my Domino's pizza franchise, which probably isn't going to get you financial freedom. 5% of the next startup might, but even if it doesn't, in that failure, you'll get so much knowledge that you'll be braver and more confident the next time. So work for knowledge or equity has been my mantra for a lifetime. And I learned it from Jim Rohn. And I remember Jim Rohn said he got an opportunity to go work for Nightingale Conan at like 50% of what he was making before. And he took it immediately. And, and in the same way, John, if, if, if Elon Musk said to me, hey, come work to me, I want you to be my personal assistant. It'll be 80 hours a week. 
um, and the pay is zero. <laughs> people listening should take that job. Absolutely. And Fire Nation, this is David Osborne. He has 30 different ways that revenue is dropping in his mailbox every single month. So he knows a little bit about what he's talking about. And it might sound like he's on top of the world. And today, in a lot of ways, he is. But it wasn't always the case. He's had some tough times. He's gotten kicked in the teeth more than once. And David, I want you to tell us, Fire Nation, not just one of those teeth kicked in stories, but the worst entrepreneurial moment you've experienced to date. Take us to that moment. Tell us that story. Okay. So I'll go, I was going to go to a financial one, but because you've asked for the worst, I'll go to an actual health one. So I'm new in business. I've worked four years and I'm working a hundred hours a week trying to build Keller Williams franchises in, in Texas. And I really don't know what I'm doing. And my approach to everything is just work harder. So that's kind of was my strategy. And one day I start getting this terrible rash on my chest and it's killing me. And I'm just 30, I believe. I just turned 30. And I go to the doctor. I'm like, man, what? It's like I'm on fire. And he goes, dude, you've got shingles, which is a recurrence of chicken pox. And, and he said, you know, it's, it, it, it's potentially life-threatening if you, un- if you just let it roll all over you. And, and it's the most painful thing. And he said, people don't get this till they're in their 50s. How can you be 30 years old and have shingles? And it was literally, it was literally a health breakdown for me. Like my body would not take what I was asking of it. I was pushing myself so hard that I was literally in agony. So all my work, I was still working, but I'd be sitting with people interviewing them and my mind would be a quarter on what they were saying and 75% on the pain that I was feeling inside my own body. So I went to a breakout seminar with, uh, you know, I was like, I got to go learn something new. I paid a bunch of money to go to a seminar. And in that seminar, I learned how to prioritize. I learned how to do the most important stuff only and leave everything behind. So that physical pain led to me going from a guy that did everything, treated it equally. And what I mean is if you called me to sell me an insurance product or I was recruiting the next superstar for my uh, office back then at age 30, I just did them in the order that they came in. So if the insurance guy called me first, I'd be polite and call him back. And after taking this seminar, which was taught by a billionaire, and he basically was, he said, here's my secret to success. The seven most important things I have to do each day, I write them down and I do the top three. I'm like, Wow. That was like the light went on. So I came back from that seminar and this was really a multi-month painful process. And I just reoriented my entire life and I stopped doing everything that I didn't consider important. Everything. Shortly thereafter, my electricity went off because I hadn't paid my electricity bill. My kitchen was stinking because I hadn't washed any of my dishes in a month. But literally... I got it. So I hired somebody to pay my bills. I hired somebody to clean my dishes. And even though I wasn't rich back then, I just started really focusing on that top, which for me was recruiting great talent, opening businesses. And, and once I started doing that, John, two things happened. Like I got so much happier and I got so much better results. So literally, and, and it's really cool in a way that I had so much pain from it because it was like, I, there was no turning back. <laughs> I could not go back to be the old David Osborne because that David Osborne was failing, not just physically, but his life was literally at risk for being that guy. And so, boom, I came out a new guy and a friend of mine even said to me, it was like, he said, you went into the phone booth and you came out, you went in Clark Kent and you came out Superman. <laughs> and I, I think that was a nice thing to say, but I did change radically as a human being during that one year and really three intense months. And I've never been the same guy since. Fire Nation, are you prioritizing the most important task that you need to do each day? Not that like you want to do or not that just as they come in, but are you actually taking a step back and saying, hey, this is what moves the needle in my business. This is the 80-20. Like this is the 20% 
that I need to be rocking to make sure that my business, that my life is to that next level? And then are you just doing those things? And, you know, don't take it to the extreme where your lights are going off or your kitchen's getting stinky. You don't have to, you know, set up systems and automations, but make sure that your time is focused in the right places because that's all you have, Fire Nation, is time. Now, David, you've had a lot of great ideas. Obviously, that aha moment you just shared, you know, going in as Clark Kent, coming out of Superman, I mean, that was a game changer. But take us to one of the greatest ideas that you've had as an entrepreneur. Take us to that moment. Tell us that story. So I will take it to a, another level, which was this. I, I remember when I was building all my businesses and we were struggling and I would celebrate if we got a $1,000 check in the mail. And again, you'll find a common education component in my life. Um, I took a class that talked me about hiring world-class leaders. And at that time, I had a manager running one of my offices and she was completely mediocre. Like she was completely average. She was barely holding it together, but not wrecking it. I'm sure everyone out there has had a mediocre hire. Mediocre hires are actually way worse than bad hires because with a bad hire, you are motivated to replace. A mediocre hire does just enough of their job to keep their job. They're harder to replace, or at least it was for me back then. But anyway, so this then this lady started undermining me a little bit in the office. And one of the agents that was loyal to me came to me and said, look, not only is she only doing half her job, but she's starting to undermine you. And I'd walk into my office and some people would glare at me like I was mean. So then I knew I had to replace her. I'd taken this class on world-class hires and I started interviewing lots of people like to find the very best hire. And I found this lady and uh, she, she said, there's no way I'll ever come work for you. And I said, no problem. I understand. Let's just get to know each other. Took her through this long process that I'd learned of developing relationship, getting her excited. Turned out that she was looking to change people's lives. And in the position she was in, she was making more money than I could pay, but she had no opportunity to change lives. After a three-month courtship, she agreed to come work for me. I replaced the bad manager who was undermining me, put a new rock star team leader in. And I didn't realize how great she was. Until I started getting the results. And what I found from this aha moment was you are only as good as the people you hire. And when, and this lady showed up and started making me more money, making me look better. And I had to do less. And the you know, I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is the essence of business. The better the people you're in business with, the better the outcome you're going to have. And I never looked back from then on. I've been trying to hire the best people ever. In fact, I called Warren Buffett the other day to see if he wanted to come <laughs> work not? for me. But but he didn't, call, he didn't return my calls, but I, I keep trying. <laughs> now, Fire Nation, that's key. I mean, it's one of those things where shoot for the moon, because even if you miss, you might land amongst the stars. And that's the reality we need to look at when we're building our team. And I love that Mark Zuckerberg quote, that it's best to hire people who in a parallel universe you would actually work for. I mean, how amazing would it be if people that are on your team are actually people who in different circumstances you would work for, like you'd be happy because you respect them because they're great people. Like that's truly exciting. Now, David, that's kind of my big takeaway from what you shared, but just in one sentence, sum up for us, what is the one takeaway that you want us to get from your aha moment? You are only as good as your team. Love it. Let's talk about the thing that you are most excited about today. You have a lot of things going on that are working really well, but what fires you up most right now? So along the same lines of people, because to me it's all about people, is I recently joined a father's group, and it was put together by David Bach from The Automatic Millionaire and Garrett Gunderson, some great guys. And uh, I'm a dad, and I've got an eight-year-old and an eight-month-old and a 29-year-old. Let's not get into that story. It's a long one. 
But um, but being a great dad's become the most important thing to me, especially since I lost my dad. So I'm excited to be in this father's group where there's seven guys and we're going to get together on a regular basis. And every one of them is a peer, meaning I respect them. They're equally successful. They've got a lot of really good stuff going on. And we're going to focus on being the best dads we can possibly be. So we're going to read a book a month. We're going to have accountability. We're going to have action steps we're going to take. And we're creating a Slack uh, you know, app on, yeah. for all of us to keep communicating. And what's exciting about that, John, is, is everything I do in business has been the same way. Set a vision, being the best dad, find great mentors and peers, which is now the group, and then be held accountable to certain tasks and goals. And those three things are all in this component and being a great dad is so important to me right now. And I'm so excited that I now have an A-type methodology to be a better dad. Fire Nation, if you think David's been rocking some value bombs for so far, um, you'd be right. But guess what? More are coming in the lightning round, which we're going to get to as soon as we get back from thanking our sponsors. As a business owner, peace of mind can be hard to come by. For me, having peace of mind for my website is huge. I want to know my website is safe and fast because I know if my load times aren't on point or if an attack happens, that means my visitors are going somewhere else. That's why I want to tell you about Encapsula. Encapsula protects and accelerates over 4 million websites every day from individual bloggers all the way up to Fortune 500 companies. In a nutshell, it sits between your servers and your customers to protect you and them. Encapsula's custom software and servers, plus their 24-7 operations team, keep everything up and running so you don't have to worry. Get a free enterprise trial of Encapsula's services when you visit lp.encapsula.com slash 2017podcasts. That's lp.encapsula.com slash 2017podcasts. If you've ever thought about owning a franchise, then you're not alone. But have you ever thought about owning a children's services franchise? If you love music, then School of Rock is a children's services franchise you should definitely check out. School of Rock owners love their business because they get to pass the torch of musicality to the new generation of musicians within their community and operate a profitable business at the same time. School of Rock is a network of over 200 locations and 25,000 students worldwide. The program gets kids up on stage and playing at real rock venues in addition to taking them on tour, offering recording opportunities and having them workshop with accomplished musicians entrepreneur magazine even named school of rock 2017's number one child enrichment program want to learn more school of rock has put together an exclusive download just for you visit franchising.schoolofrock.com contact the school of rock team and tell them entrepreneurs on fire sent you that's franchising.schoolofrock.com David, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Yes, let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I was always an entrepreneur. I had a lawn mowing company when I was 16. However, what holds me back to this day is thinking bigger. No matter how big I'm thinking, there's always a bigger thought that could lead to better results. So thinking as big and expansively as I possibly can. What's the best advice you've ever received? I do it. We do it, they do it. This is the journey of an entrepreneur. So I do it at first, we all grind away and people get stuck in the grind and then it's we do it and and you've got to have a great team and then ultimately with the very best team, it's they do it and you just receive checks. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? 
I'm a massive goal setter, John. I set goals in every single area of my life. I call it the eight gardens of my life. I'm obsessed with it. I set the goals. I hold myself accountable. I have a peer group that holds me accountable. I have coaches that hold me accountable. And I review it on a regular, at least 50 times a year. I'm looking at my goals and making sure I'm on track. I have a killer template for that. Um, which I'm happy to share with the with the nation if you if you would like me to. Yeah, I would love that. And the eight gardens, love that. So cool. Recommend one internet resource. So my favorite one is Moment. I have a problem being on my phone too much. I'm an A-type personality. I constantly want to know what's going on. I put Moment on my phone. I have a three-hour limit. After three hours, my phone starts screaming and yelling at me. And my mission every day is to make sure I'm on my phone no more than three hours a day. If you could recommend one book, David... What would it be? I love Miracle Morning. It's a simple book. It's a straightforward book. It's written by Hal Elrod. And when I read it, even though I was like, this is simple, I still did it. I got up an hour earlier. I'm already driven. I got up an hour earlier. I did my visualizations. I did my exercise. I did my reading and, and scripting and scribing. And I just think Miracle Morning is a, a phenomenal book. Now, you are a New York Times bestselling author. What's your book? My book is Wealth Can't Wait, and it's really the principles of building wealth, Every, you know, how to be financially free if you so choose. Wealth Can't Wait. David, let's end on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. So you can reach me at davidosborn.com, O-S-B-O-R-N is my spelling. You can also text me, text FIRE to 469-660-1327. That's 469-660-1327. And we'll send you our goal setting template. And, you know, my greatest advice is always be purposeful. Always have an agenda. Always know where you're going. If you want to be an entrepreneur and you want to take your life to another level, even if you change your direction, in other words, it's like a flight plan. It, It adjusts based on weather, wind, conditions. But in the moment, know clearly where you want to go and where you're headed with your life and then work steadily towards that goal and you'll be amazed. You'll, you'll, you'll underestimate what you can do in one year, but you'll be astounded by what you can do in 10, 15, 20 years. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with and you've been hanging out with D.O. and J.L.D. today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type David in the search bar. His show notes page is going to pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz, timestamps, links galore, and of course, text FIRE to 469-660-1327. And David, I want to thank you, brother, for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Great being with you. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with David today. And it's time to accomplish your number one goal in 100 days. So visit thefreedomjournal.com and use promo code podcast. I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Encapsula protects and accelerates over 4 million websites every day from individual bloggers all the way up to Fortune 500 companies. Get a free enterprise trial of Encapsula's services when you visit lp.encapsula.com slash 2017 podcasts.